Back to Old School with DP and J. Presented by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. A quick switcheroo happened uh, during the break, and it's Big Sky and Terrence Badgett giving you guys the old school last half hour here, and then we'll carry it into Uptown with number 43 as the uh, Huskers prepare to take on Peru State in an exhibition tonight. Now, Badge, I don't know if you caught the end of that last segment, but they were asking who they think the leading scorer is going to be tonight. Who do you have pegged? to lead the Huskers in scoring. You know, I I, I wouldn't say, you know, most of the time people say lead score. Right. It's, okay, let's say, like, our team used to be like, okay, Strickland had 15, Gerard had 13, whatever. To me, that's not a lead score. You know what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. I think it's going to be an even. I think it's going to be multiple players because they're still trying to figure it out. I don't think it's going to be one person taking hold. I think it's going to be multiple players. And I'm going to take a step and say I think the front court will be the lead scorers. So you think it's going to be a combination of like Derek Walker, Wilhelm Breidenbach, Lat Mayan, yeah, those those sorts of guys. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be just one. I think it's going to be. I think it'll be the front court. Um, I just really got a good idea that he's going to start getting that bad boy in that paint. You know. Badge, I did not. I did not have you pegged for a contrarian, but that is certainly a contrarian take. Uh, I think most of the focus is on the guards of this team. You know, the McGowan's brothers, Alonzo Verge, uh, Tominaga, not not the front court. So I, you might look like uh, some sort of prophet if you if you get that one right. You know, if I would have had a couple picks from football i would have been a prophet but it didn't work out so i'm reprophesizing myself on this one you're 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 gonna you're gonna quit trying to predict football and move over to over to basketball i'm not giving up on my boys i'm not giving up on my boys we'll talk about husker football a little bit later because you are still the perpetual husker optimist always 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 so but no tonight uh these games count and they don't count you know what i'm saying they do because i tell you what being a Husker, and this is the game where the coaches will know if you know what you're doing because everything's on camera, baby. <laughs> right when they get home, they dissect that camera and say, hey, you know, do you know how, do you know how to run black? What's the, what's the problem here? To see if the people are on the sidelines paying attention, to see if they who got the good cohesiveness together, who runs together. You know what I'm saying? Who who's detailed? You know, so this is good evaluating. This is a very good evaluating. Of course, they need to have a W, no matter what. But this is still good evaluating. I don't want to see Lincoln if the Nebraska men's basketball team loses to Peru State. <laughs> I think you might be the first person that even suggested that that's a possibility. Who did, who lost? Who was it last year that lost? Um, they were pretty. The loss to the hometown team. It was. I can't remember who was it. I know uh, the Evansville Aces mm. had a big win over, I believe, Kentucky last year yes. at the beginning of the season. Yes, yes. Uh, it was somebody else too. Uh, yeah, there were it was a, a co- Carolina team. It was a Carolina team. I think it was 
Oh, Greensboro. UNC Greensboro beat UNC. Yeah, UNC, yeah. yeah. Well, both Kentucky and UNC had pretty rough seasons last year. So, I I mean, that was the year to get those get those guys, I I think, because just uncharacteristically bad seasons from both the Wildcats and the Tar Heels last year. Correct, correct. Uh, I want to go back to kind of your unique perspective because, you know, you have been – a basketball player at this university, so you kind of know what these exhibition games will bring. Uh, what was your kind of your mentality going into them as as a player? Actually, if I didn't play a game, you know, you go through so many practices, you know what I'm saying, you haven't played since the, the, the past year, and you want to, you know, you want to show the people. You want to show your, your teammates. You want to show the coaches. You want to show your family, you know, you just, you want to get out there and play. You want to see what you guys got, not just yourself individually, but as a team, you want to see what you got. And, um, and you want to see who plays together. Does it carry over from practice to the game? You know what I'm saying? Does, um, you know, the guard tandem match up together? Do they play good together or do they play good with someone else? All these things are. You know, and then at the end of the day, it's like, hey, opening night again. It's like everybody's coming now. You know, so we had some practice now. Now we got two or three weeks underneath our belts. So now let's see how they do. See how they put it together. Uh, after the Minnesota game, Cam Taylor Britt spoke to uh, the football team lacking juice going up against Minnesota. Is there any of that sort of concern for an opening night exhibition against a a lesser opponent like Peru State? Uh, is there a struggle getting the guys ready to go for it, or are they just so excited to get out? And- no, no. And to me, it shouldn't be no struggle to get ready for any game. I, I just feel like if you're a student athlete and you was offered a scholarship or you're able to play or put on a university uniform, there should be never be. <laughs> you should never need enough some juice to, to, to get in the game or start a game or get ready for a game. Um, one, you're playing in Peru, you know, so there should be – I mean, it should be it should be nice and easy, but at the end of the day, let's be honest. Coaches pick schedules for a reason, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, there's going to be some tough competition. Some of these games are supposed to be gimmies, so you know it's just and to get you ready for the season, get you ready for the upcoming conference games. Uh, looking ahead uh, at this season, uh, first about seven games uh, for this Nebraska squad are favorable and. A lot of talk has been: Do you expect them to be seven and zero going into Creighton, and that includes games against Colorado, Western Illinois, Sam Houston, Creighton, Idaho State, Southern Tennessee State, South Dakota, and then you have an NC State team uh, there in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. What's a reasonable non-con expectation for this squad? A reasonable five two, five and two, mm-hmm. five and two. Um. My expectations, seven. I'll say seven and zero, leading into that NC State game. Yeah, leading the NC State game, and then that NC State game sits right oh. before the rest of the conference schedule. Um, after that, you have three days off, and then you face off at Indiana. Uh, so, I guess say there. Do you do you predict that they would win that NC State game? I guess. You know, I would say right now, yeah. Um, You know, you have scouting ports, and, you know, the first part of the season is the, the opportunity 
to really get at people because they have a gel, they haven't put it together 100% yet. When you go into conference play, that was like all the kinks should be worked out. Now you should be moving and grooving. Um, so I'm thinking that, you know, with them practicing and what they're going through, I would say probably the fourth to fifth grade, they should be they should be feeling pretty confident and starting to find out who will be the starting eight to nine coming off the bench, you know, the rotations, you know what I'm saying? Because coaches are getting to the rotations real quick before conference starts. You know, and it got to be a rotation. And there'll be two or three of them lagging that could fit. Maybe, you know, had a poor week or maybe academics or maybe something else. But um, their coaches will always have a rotation of at least minimum eight. You know, high number be about nine. Uh, J and DP spoke uh, last segment about the importance of balancing, you know, exterior variables with every every teammate every player and the on the court product you know what relationships that they have outside outside the game can affect what happens on the court um as a as a player who's been a part of the team how do you avoid letting something that can be so distracting kind of how do you just block those things out and focus on what's in front of you on the court well the first thing when you you know as an athlete, student athlete, like a basketball player too, you you, you have to have the relationships that nothing else matters besides your your teammates. I mean, even your girlfriend, family, whatever. This is an important part of the season. You know what I'm saying? This is your your clock is ticking. You get some people get four years, some people get two years, some people get one year. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you really have to lock in your family, all the significant others on the sidelines should understand that this is your focus. You know, this is important. And um, I wouldn't want anyone around me that's going to cause me not to be able to be focused, cause me not to be prepared, you know, and and it's all about sacrifices, you know. So um, you want positive people around you. You want, you know, there's going to be time for them to jump, um, mush, because they travel outside of basketball, and that's how you build. And that's how you build a relationship too. So, I'm hope. I'm, you know what I'm looking for? Who's going to be the captain? Not the captain that just you see the captain going to the huddle at the beginning of the game. No, the captain, the one person to have a voice. You can just tell when he says something. Everyone's just like, okay, okay, let's get it, let's get it. You know, when we talked about last week, Jamar Johnson, uh-huh. he was that voice. Teron Lue was that voice. You know. Those people, you know, spoke up. Strickland was that voice, you know. So I'm looking to see who, who's going to be that voice on the court. Uh, this uh, this last Saturday, The Truth, with C.J. Wiltshire and uh, and Kobe Webster, they, they had uh, team captain Derek Walker on, on the show with them. And he really impressed me during that interview. He seemed like the kind of guy you'd want to lead lead the Husker Hoop squad. Uh, through through this season, so I'm excited that they seem to already have that leadership pegged and figured out. I can see that 100 percent because he was there last year a little bit. You know what I'm saying? As far mm-hmm. as uh, mm-hmm. you know, body language, body language says it all. So yeah, you know, Walker was, and I hope he, and I hope he moves them. I hope he, you know, motivates them and gives them that energy, you know, and that that positive support. Because sometimes you get on the court, and man, it just ain't your day. <laughs> and, but you have a supporting cast that uplifts you and just say, hey, look, you know what I'm saying? Do the intangible. Do the things you need to do to, to get us through the game. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, absolutely. And Derek Walker is one of the uh, one of the players who spent probably the most time in the Fred Hoiberg system. He's been here since that first year. He transferred in um, and sat out his his transfer year, and now he's he's uh, on his second year playing for this squad. So it'll be interesting. If you're looking to watch the game tonight, it'll be on BTN Plus. It does require a subscription. Uh, that'll be Jessica Cootie and Buzzy Carruthers on the uh, call for that game for the Big Ten Network. But we'll jump to a quick break here on Old School with Big Sky and Terrence Badgett. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 